Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Now on 77 WABC, it's time for the former mayor of New York City, America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Good afternoon. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas weekend and enjoyed it immensely like I did and uh, were healthy, and even, with, even with all of this uh, going around. And I'm coming to you this time from um, New Hampshire in the snow, just like uh, one of those Bing Crosby, Danny Kay, Bob Hope movies, White Christmas, Christmas in Connecticut, that kind of thing. It's really kind of pretty. And um, it was lovely seeing the snow this morning, although I'm still getting over the Remains of the flu, maybe? I mean, I got tested for um, for Omicron, don't have it. Although, you know, they were all screwed up. The tests are only 80% positive. And I had a friend who took it a second time, and it turned out he did have it. <laughs> you also have one that took it first time, had it, second time, didn't have it. Didn't have it, third time did. Whoa. Which gets me to... Uh, Biden has failed at everything, hasn't he? The only thing you could say he didn't fail at was getting the first what well, the first COVID bill was sort of set up for him. The money it was an excessive amount of money. It wasn't necessary because the prior money hadn't been spent. Now it turns out that very little of it, or was not as much as we thought, was spent on COVID. The, the thing that gets me is. He was vicious about Trump's handling of COVID. And he was vicious despite the fact that it was um, novel. Remember, originally it was called novel virus, French novel vi- virus. Uh, hit everybody by surprise. Certainly it hit uh, everybody other than somebody like Fauci or the people who may have been, been in on that gain of function trying to destroy the world kind of thing where they were going to stop it. Uh, seems to me Fauci had a lot of advance notice. And um, I think as, as time goes by, everybody's going to say the biggest mistake here was Fauci. Uh, so um, now, however, we're, you know, we're over, way over a year into it. And... It, it, he basically he said that Trump should be should be thrown out of office because of the number of deaths that had occurred at the time of the Republican and Democratic convention. Well, a lot more deaths have occurred under him. It's going to turn out that a lot more deaths have occurred under him than under Trump altogether. And Trump had the benefit of nothing going in, nothing. No vaccine, no therapeutic, no zip, and every time they came up with a therapeutic, the um, pharmaceutical establishment, let's fortune industry, killed every therapeutic uh, possible, so we would have to have a vaccine so that everybody could cash in. Too bad we didn't see it that clearly at the time. But now when you look back on it and you look at the works of doctors like Reich from Yale and Dr. McCullough, the book by Robert F. Kennedy Jr., they they raise a fascinating question. Why is this the only major epidemic and illness and where we didn't try to save the people that were dying with every possible medicine we could? But we, instead, we said, let them die. We'll wait for the vaccine. I mean, as I understand it from the doctors that have now educated me, who are all 
board-certified doctors, the kind you would go to. They say that the, the very odd thing in this um, whole pandemic, even now, is how Fauci tried to defeat all forms of therapeutics until now. And um, no therapeutic was good enough. No therapeutic had been tested enough. No therapeutic was safe enough. Yet he exposed us to a vaccine that hadn't been tested at all, really. Hadn't been used, was new, completely new, whole whole new concept. And instead, uh, he told us that hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin were very dangerous, didn't give us heart attacks, and that ivermectin was a horse medicine. You know, you know, one of the um, one of the two new ones I think comes from being used on animals. And it has it has a chemistry not unlike ivermectin at all. And the fact is penicillin is used on animals. So we're not going to use penicillin? And several other antibiotics. That's totally ridiculous. If the if the if the if the pill if the pill can affect vi- viruses and, and ringworm and whatever the hell else it can affect, and it, it works on animals, use it on animals. Remember when Joe Rogan used ivermectin and it cured him? And they went crazy on Joe Rogan. So part of the problem here has been this censorship, like the censorship on the hard drive and the censorship on the election and the censorship that now is so familiar between uh, the Democrat Party, Biden, uh, those who want Trump out, and the big, big, giant, giant businesses like Big Pharma looking at billions or Big Tech looking at trillions to, to basically only give you the information they want you to have. So I get very angry about hydroxychloroquine because I have friends who just was with them the other day whose lives were saved by it. I get reports of it even today. People taking it with, with, uh, with um, uh, Omni, Omnicron. If they take it early enough, and people now aware of the fact that you have to take it early, haven't had any experience with ivermectin. Although it was given to me when I uh, when I got COVID, <laughs> I was given everything. Apparently, I was given hydroxychloroquine. I was given ivermectin. I was given. Um, Remdesivir, which I was told would do me, would do me no good. I actually was told it would do me no good. But it was on the protocol. And they could have had a malpractice problem if they didn't give it to me. Now it, I read in Kennedy's book that it has even some side effects that are pretty dr- dramatic and doctors generally laugh at it. This is a, this is a, uh, without any doubt, a Fauci fix, having to stick this Remdesivir in there, which does nothing. Um, and then I took Regeneron, which was terrific, and zinc, of course, and and steroids. And within two days, it was gone. So there are therapeutics, but they're never talked about. Now we're finally talking about it. They're going to come along with two pills. Those two pills are not can't do much better than hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin have done in the studies that are fair and that are done right. How about studies? Hundreds of them. Please listen to doctors other than the government saps, the government, the government uh, uh, people living off the pharma industry. I, I mean, that would really, 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 really hurts. But what this does to Biden, I think, is totally destructive. He's failed on everything. The one thing, one thing he promised was, if I ever had that many people live, live, the president should leave office if that many people die under his, well, Joe, you're way, you're way past leaving office, sweetheart. I mean, a lot of them have died, and this one here, this one here just ex- explains how, what, I mean, you're a lot of things. You know you're a lot of things, and I know, I know you're a crook, 30-year crook, uh, uh, I've always known you were stupid from the day I met you. Uh, you're clearly failing. And 
you, you don't really know what the hell you're doing. You make no sense anymore. None. But you're getting us killed with this stupid vaccine thing. Sure, people should take the vaccination if they want to. But it's, the vaccine is not going to cure it. Who ever heard of a vaccine that works for four months? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This isn't what we had in mind, right? It works for three, four months. And then you can get it. You're less likely to die from it. Thank you. Good. We moved into a good category there. But we were getting down to not likely to die anyway. The fatality rates over the last year, uh, before you consider anything else, went down dramatically on the illness. And the fatality rates for this other one uh, seem to be very low. In fact, the severity rates are low. So the vaccine, I'm not going to say the vaccine is useless, but it isn't what was promised. I, I, I don't remember taking a polio vaccine when I was a kid every four months. Looks like this one, we may have to take one every, they're already working on a third and fourth booster. And we're not even a year into it yet. And people are coming down with Omicron as if there was no vaccine. So it can't be all vaccine. It has to be therapeutics. And you guys blocked therapeutics on purpose and killed a lot of people as a result of your irresponsible, unscientific attacks on repurposed medicines that would have been very cheap and you would not have made the billions that you made. Joe, you can't possibly lead in an emergency if you lie. You're incapable of not lying, which makes you an impossible commander-in-chief. Hiding from the American people, the number of people, roughly, that have natural immunity, trying to sneak, sneak uh, uh, determine the number of people that have natural immunity, is, uh, is uh, totally unforgivable. Those people, as best we can tell, have a stronger immunity than the rather weak immunity from the disease that the vaccine gives you, but a much stronger protection against serious illness. So we'll give the vaccine that. But the natural immunity gives you both much and much greater depth. Every study shows anywhere from 7 to 21 times more. So why are you wasting effort trying to give a vaccine that lasts for four months to people who have natural immunity? Why waste it? It does have side effects. For example, I saw a study today, very, very solid study. No one's refuted it. It has considerably more side effects, for example, than ivermectin. It has more fatalities than ivermectin. You know that? The amount of lying they do to you is why this is failing, and he has screwed this up so badly. He screwed it up so badly, and Americans are dying and confused and don't know what to do because they have a president who's, I don't know if he even knows what the hell he's talking about. So let's have a little, let's have a little, um, let's have just a little bit of, um, oh, can we call it comic relief? Or it isn't so comic, is it? I mean, but it really illustrates the point, doesn't it? Let's go to, let's go to this thing about the, you know, the telephone call and this whole dispute about let's go Brandon. Number six. Yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. Uh, Merry Christmas and let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Okay. I mean, uh, a lot of things could be said about that. Should he have used it with the stuff they call Trump? Stop it. Don't even bother to get insulted about it. No, Trump, F.U. Trump, drop dead Trump. You're a Nazi Trump. Horrible words about his wife, horrible words about you know, from from major Hollywood actors, even from some politicians. No euphemisms. That's a euphemism, right? I don't wouldn't use it, but it's a euphemism. And they kind of it's kind of funny how they got into it because the reporter was either confused or being a phony. And then they took I think they think she was being a phony. I don't know that that's true. And then they stuck it back on her and it's gone viral. Now, but here's the point. Okay, wouldn't you like to know 
does the moron know what he just repeated? Is it possible that he doesn't know, that they didn't tell him? And he's so unaware. You have to really be unaware not to know, let's, well, let's go Brandon, particularly if the guy. But he repeated it in such a way that it sounded particular. It didn't sound like he was being uh, sarcastically funny in return. It sounded like, yeah, that's nice. Let's go, Brandon. That is another possibility, isn't there? Could he have forgotten? We all know the illness he has. That's what happens to you. You forget. He forgets everything. He forgets his, he forgets his Secretary of Defense's name. Isn't it, isn't it really an outrage that we have him as president? Isn't it? At a time of such complexity... We have this non-functioning mind uh, making decisions for us, or who, who is making decisions for us, which will bring us to the number two when we, when we come back. And because the question is, if we, if we press the issue and have some kind of test, and it turns out that he's incompetent to be president, what happens to the republic? Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel of the Towers Foundation has been honoring America's heroes ever since. To mark 20 years since 9-11, the foundation's chairman and CEO, Frank Silla, connected where America was attacked on foot, from the Pentagon to Shanksville to downtown Manhattan, where he retraced his brother's steps. Thanks to your support, Towers of Light returned to the Pentagon and Shanksville memorials. For the first time, our country recognized the people we lost to September 11-related illnesses through the foundation's name-reading ceremony. And another first, those lost in the war on terror had their names read aloud. That ceremony is now the newest Tunnel to Towers annual tradition. Now the foundation is bringing up hope to heroes and their families, giving away at least a home a day from Thanksgiving to New Year's Eve. Honor our vow to never forget. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2 T.org. Now on 77 WABC, it's time for the former mayor of New York City, America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back. We're on uh, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation uh, hotline at 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. Support America's military and first responder heroes. Donate $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at T2T. Dot org. So now we get to if if um, if somehow some way we're just we're just speculating now somehow some way uh, several doctors examined him and they said uh, there are just too many brain cells missing to be president. Um, well, then Kamala Harris becomes president. Whoa! Did you hear her interview? <laughs> I'm sorry, excuse me. Um, what, what keeps her up at night? The, what's the one national security threat that keeps her up at night worrying? A democracy? What is this, the Black Lives Matter? We're going to take away our democracy thing? Our democracy? I mean, the, mo- the most functioning democracy in the world? The one that people come to uh, like no other in the world? And that, uh, <laughs> which you don't know about because you don't go to the border to look at it? I mean, this is so ridiculous. They put her on for these interviews. Her problem is not that she doesn't do a good interview. She doesn't, by the way. She, she doesn't do a job. This is the whole issue with the Biden administration, and it's the reason... I think you'd agree with me if I'm exaggerating it's only a teeny bit. It's the reason they screw up everything. They don't, they're not competent. They're not dedicated. They're not hardworking. They're all the things that progressives become. Progressives become lazy because they think the government owes them. You don't have to work for it. And uh, I'm going to tell you this. I said it a long time ago. I said it when I was mayor. Liberals make very bad mayors and presidents and governors because they're too damn impractical. Well, she's, I don't know what she is. She's, 
It's all because she's African-American and uh, a woman. That's what it is. See, if she had been white and she had been ordered to go to the border by the president and uh, a record number of illegals came in at a time in which we're worried about the spread of COVID and none of them are being checked for it. And at a time in which um, we have record overdoses of fentanyl, which can, which come in through the, that border from China. And I had asked her to go down there uh, eight months ago, and she made one silly stop at a wrong place. And she's getting pounded by members even of her own party for not going. Could it be possible that even if she was white or Hispanic or Asian, People would say, boy, that's one lousy vice president. That's one lazy worker. Would she rather go to Paris? Oh, yeah, I'd rather go to Paris, too. What has she accomplished? What has she done? They gave her one thing to do and agreed it's a difficult issue. Not really. Trump had it pretty much under control. You just decided to undo everything Trump did, and therefore you undid America, my friend. And this halfwit helps you with it. But I don't know. I don't know if we're worse with her. I, I, I don't know. I don't know because she, she seems to be for everything and against everything. And then when you try to ask her a question, she has that silly giggle that makes you think she's lying. Or she thinks he's putting one over on you. Or who the heck knows, who the heck knows what it, I mean, who, who knows what it is? So, what what serious thing could you give her and not think and not think that um, that she's going to screw it up let's listen to let's listen to number 20 uh, on democracy let's just see what if we can make something out of this People around the world watch what we do as America and right now we're about to take ourselves off the map as a role model if we let if we let people destroy one of the most important pillars of a democracy, which is free and fair election. Well, who are the people doing that? Your party, you moron. Who the hell put up all the barriers in Philadelphia? Who put up the barriers in Pittsburgh so Republicans couldn't look at ballots? Who put up the barriers in Detroit? Hmm? Who, who put up the barriers in Atlanta? Who closed down the Atlanta Center claiming there was a, there was a uh, tremendous leak and there was none? You threw everybody out. You went and checked every door like you're casing the place. <coughs> and then you counted votes with nobody around. Who did that? Huh? What are you kidding? And how come all the all the all the questions seem to come up in crooked democratic cities? Philadelphia is not crooked. Detroit's not crooked. Atlanta's not crooked. Who's attacking democracy? Your party. Who wants to do away with the Supreme Court and put nine hundred people on it? Who wants to do away with the filibuster that protects minorities? Hmm? <coughs> Who wants to get people to vote, not identifying themselves? There's only one reason you want people to vote without identifying yourself. Go bull somebody else so you can cheat. And don't tell me you don't cheat. You did it in my elections. Your party cheats. In Philadelphia, if they don't cheat, it's not an election. When people, well, I went and saw it myself. I went and saw the pens they put the Republicans in while they counted hundreds of thousands of ballots without letting Republicans see it. So don't talk to me about an attack on democracy and free and fair elections. And that's the, that's the threat that we face with China wanting to dominate us. Well, we can't do much about that because China owns your president. Maybe if you became president, you'd be a little tougher on China unless they gave you 30 or 40 million. I don't know. I mean, this is, this is ridiculous. The choices we get here.
It's from bad to bad or worse. Who knows? I mean, the fact is, and, and the fact is, we could make a choice if we knew who was actually making the decisions. That would help. Who are these people? When Biden comes out and says, "They told me not to answer any question," who's they? They're, they're, I'd like to get the picture again of him meeting with Putin, where he needed what was it, four or six people, just to make sure he could get through without falling apart. It's got to be one of those four people that's calling the shots. Because they're sitting there looking nervous as hell, like, you know, he's going to forget who Putin is and call him Z or something. Could happen one of these days, by the way. It could happen. I keep in contact with as many <laughs> experts on this as possible. And they, some of them say, this stuff happens like, boop, all of a sudden just goes out. And then we got Kamala Harris. Whew. Boy, oh boy, how did we get ourselves into this? And 2022 is coming up soon, and it's time to get ourselves out of it. It's time to get ourselves out of it for good. When I visited Delta Rescue recently, I asked its founder, Leo Grillo, why they have the largest care for a life sanctuary in the whole world. His answer was shocking to me. He said that people in America keep their pets for only two and a half years, on average. Imagine just two and a half years. If he adopted out the dogs and cats he rescued from abandonment in the wilderness, in two and a half years they would either be abandoned all over again or turned over to the pound where they'd be killed. After all they've been through, these beautiful animals would lose their homes all over again. Caring for up to 1,500 rescued dogs, cats, and horses at Delta Rescue costs a fortune. There's a full-time animal hospital right there. 365 days a week, Delta relies solely on donations from people like you and me to continue saving lives. I'd like you to give them a call. And go to DeltaRescue.org slash Rudy and press the green Donate button. Please give as much as your heart tells you to. That's DeltaRescue.org slash Rudy. Attention savvy investors. Looking for predictable monthly cash flow? Want to reduce uncertainty? Hedge inflation and stock market risk with double-digit targeted returns? If you want the safety and security of a real estate investment, but without the hassles of being a landlord, you've probably heard of NRIA. NRIA is an industry-leading real estate development firm in its 15th year developing strategically located, lower-risk, high-demand neighborhoods based on supply-demand imbalance. They're a great fit for safety-oriented investors who want cash flow and diversification into carefully chosen real estate. Learn more about the NRIA Real Estate Development Fund at nria.net or call 800-800-1414. That's 800-800-1414. An offer of securities is only made by the NRIA Private Placement Memorandum. Read it first. Past performance does not guarantee future results. NRIA is a real estate development firm. Learn more at nria.net. Hi, it's Joan Hamburg here. I've got a real secret. A secret that designers, architects, and showrooms know. They know how to protect your delicate home furnishings and exquisite textiles. Go to allcleanfibershield.com, allcleanfibershield.com. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now on 77 WABC, it's time for the former mayor of New York City, America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you, and we are going to go shortly to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation hotline, which is brought to you by Tunnel to Towers, and you make your $11 donation now, huh? While we're thinking about it, we'll make the donation to T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T, dot, org. Hmm. Yeah, I, I got to do one more thing on, on Kamala. For all the victimization, all the blaming on other people. How can she escape the fact she didn't do what a boss asked her to do and made him look like a horse's ass? I mean, he is a horse. I mean, I shouldn't say that. Me has his own problems, let's put it that way. But I'm, I'm the mayor, right? I say to my deputy mayor, uh, Peter or, or, or Randy or, or uh, Joe, I want you to, I want you to go to, I want you to go to the Bronx. There's a terrible problem there with a, um, 
with waste and uh, it's out of control and somebody's really messing it up and people are invading it and doing things. It's really a terrible problem there. It's getting worse and worse. He doesn't go. And then we have, we have Bidensville, you know, like the, the, he had there. People start living there. And, two months go by. Still doesn't, still doesn't go. Three months go by. Still doesn't go. But what do I do with the guy? Uh, it's okay. Joe, Joe, I, I don't want you to interrupt fixing up your house. Just like uh, uh, um, Secretary of the, of, uh, the Treasury, uh, Buttigieg, I don't... Hey, that paternity leave, I know. Hey, come on, man. I'm not going to get in the way of that. So let them wait for that. Yeah, let them wait. And, and uh, these people coming in the country, I mean, what, it doesn't matter that much. But they were coming in anyway. Uh, she is the architect of her own problems. It can't be clearer than that. And it, is, it has to be to you a lesson in what they're trying to do with racism, that they blame everything on racism. It's a cover. It's a dodge. It's in, in fact, it's a desecration of the whole problem of racism and the seriousness of it, what it meant to our history and the progress that we've made. And it's immoral. And it's probably just one of the many immoral things that these people do. Where did we find them? And why did you elect them? Why? I tried hard to tell you not to. Oh, let's go to John in New York. And we're on the Tunnel to Towers Foundation hotline on WABC. Hello, the greatest man in the world. Merry Christmas to you, sir. Merry Christmas, John. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Uh, my thing is, they just started this thing today in New York City with the private uh, companies, with uh, the vaccine, with the employees. My point is... Uh, where where are the guys with the exemptions? Because I know that they did give exemptions. I'm pretty sure nobody was not totally not exempted. Where are these people walking around that are not exempted? I mean, who are who are exempted? What do you mean exempted? Did uh, they gave out personal exemptions to certain people in New York City before the vaccine? For for what? Um, for uh, I don't know to be not vaccinated. <laughs> like religious or. Uh... Natural immunity or uh, religious? Yeah, not, that's the thing. Natural immunity. Uh, I mean, I didn't know they did. I didn't know they had given out exemptions. But okay, all right. Okay, so and if they didn't, if you want to go back to the one personal law, uh, back when they had the Spanish flu and uh, influenza, the people who are naturally immune are exempted because they already had antibodies. So, I mean, uh, I don't know how long we have to wait to go to court for this, but... We are in court. No, no, we are in court. And the court, I mean, if you look at the cases against uh, oh, uh, Biden's mandate mandates, they're pretty much, um, the lower courts are pretty much even, you know, basically Democrat-Republican split. Slight advantage to the Republicans, I'd say. And uh, And they're split on the fact that for a president or a governor or mayor to exercise this kind of really dictatorial power, you've got to have a tremendous emergency. Remember, he's, he's, um, he's short-circuiting our entire system of government. If, if I'm going to force people to do things as a mayor, I have to get a law passed. And then, you know, then I can enforce it. But the mayor doesn't make laws or rules, nor does the president, except in a dire emergency. Now, we are not. Whatever Fauci wants to do, and they can all go yell and scream and jump up and down and put five masks on, we are not in a dire emergency. I mean, the the number of people dying now does not qualify this illness as one that's exceptional. If you're going to start taking except, uh, uh, you start giving governors and may and mayors and presidents exceptional authority for an illness like this, based on the fatality rates, my goodness, they get it for cancer, heart disease, all kinds of other things. So, I think these I think these mandates, you know, it all depends on the courts and, the, but the mandate should under any fair system of justice get declared unconstitutional. And um, 
And I was going to give Biden some advice, but it's so useless to give this guy. First, first of all, he won't hear it. Number two, if he hears it, they'll make fun of it. And number three, if he hears it and agrees, he'll forget it. So probably no use doing that. I really like to know the guy making the decisions or the woman making the decisions. Because then we can like, we wouldn't have to bother him. He could stay in his basement and do whatever, you know, throw planes around or whatever the hell he does. I, mean, I really don't know. I mean, I haven't. I haven't been friendly with Biden in a long time. I've forgotten what he likes to do. He likes to talk a lot. Now, I got to tell you, he was I always, wasn't a bad guy. I was, nobody believes this, of course, but I was shocked out of my mind when I found out what a crook he was. I, 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 at first, I didn't believe it. They had to go prove it to me three, three different ways. Even then, I was hoping it was, I thought it was limited to one situation that I figured, well, his son's in trouble. And he got some extra money from the, from the big, uh, the big kahuna, the, 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 the uh, oligarch. But, you know, basically it was because his son was, well, it wasn't basically his son's been doing, son's been pimping for him for years. Going into these situations, totally unqualified, getting money, he, and it comes to him. 50, and then the son spells it out, sticks it right in my face. In September 2020, when I hear the, when I, when I look at the hard drive and I see this thing says, 50% to Joe for 30 years. How do you think it feels to know that the President of the United States, I haven't been a prosecutor more than, you know, half my life and working for Ronald Reagan, honest as a day is long. How do you think it feels to know that my president's a, consummate lifetime crook with a family of lifetime crooks and to some extent a couple of degenerates let's try uh steve in syosset hi mayor merry christmas happy new year great to hear you again well, merry christmas and happy new year to you from thank you historic syosset <laughs> right um made historic absolutely. made historic by turn Right. Yep. 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 Absolutely. I hope people know what we're talking about. Forget. <laughs> um, before you were talking about uh, the protocol, saying that if um, if a, a, I guess a hospital or a doctor refused the protocol, you could sue them. And I was trying to figure out which protocol you were speaking about because I gave um, the protocol from Dr. Brian Tyson and George Farid. Um, protocol to a friend of mine who has COVID and they refused to use all of the protocol. They used part of it, but they didn't give them like, you know, the, the, you know, the, the real meds and stuff. They give them like zinc and stuff like that. But so I was trying to figure out what protocol you said you can, you know, use for, to, to argue with doc, with a doctor with that. Wow. Or, you know, it, 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 it's gotten so confusing to me. And I was in the middle of this <laughs> last year. I was up a couple of times, three, I'm not going to tell you the company, but I was in, I was on the phone with the public relations guy from a company that had a medicine that could be uh, allowed for emergency use, but the guy wasn't going to be in the, wasn't going to be in the test. And I knew they didn't want the guy in the test because they, you know, they, they, I was going to say the wrong word. They screw around with these tests. And uh, the guy was too sick to be in the test. And I told him, you don't put him in the test and tomorrow, I'm on every television station saying that your pharmaceutical company is doctoring this. And they put him in, and they say, and the guy got the medicine the next day, and they saved his life. I mean, you, there was a lot of screwing around going on, my friend, a lot of screwing around. Uh, I mean, Cuomo did something, you know, somebody should look into this. He killed a lot of people in the nursing homes. He killed a lot of people this way, too. I know. Uh, he, I he, know. Well, that's he, he just yeah. unilaterally decided you couldn't get hydroxychloroquine unless you were in the hospital. Well, that's exactly when you don't need it. Hydroxychloroquine works in the early stages of the, in the first five to six days. Now, why was that familiar to me? Because that's the same thing that's true with anthrax. I, I, when I dealt with anthrax, I realized, I didn't realize my doctors told me because I've had a team of 20 doctors and I work 24 hours a day, not like these lazy bums. And they told me, somebody comes in with anthrax symptoms. We got to treat them within four days. If we don't, we, we honestly lose them. 
There's no medicine that's going to help them. But in the four days, we got about a 90% cure rate. And there was a powerful antibiotic. Cipro. Cipro. Dr. Ryan helped me with that. Cipro. That's it. Cipro. And my prior health uh, commissioner, my, my um, emergency management uh, commissioner, had stockpiled. Catch this one. Three million Cipro pills. We had more Cipro pills than any hospital in the city. This is what you call having good people in government. Meanwhile, these half-wit Democrats, which they are everywhere, that's why their governments fail, these half-wit Democrats don't have enough tests because they didn't realize there'd be variants. They were surprised by Delta. They were surprised by Omicron. We've been told about variants for eight months. Now, you sit home and read it. But when I'm working there, I pull it out. The first thing I do is I say, come on, what are we going to do about this? Damn it. And then I call back the next day and the next day, and nothing done about it. I show up there. That's what's called management. That's how people make a living who work for a living. Since a lot of Democrats don't really work for a living, at least the ones that like to go into government, they don't have practical sense. They're terrible at things like this. What a terrible mistake we made. Let's go to John in Staten Island. The best island of them all. Number one island. John, are you there? I don't want to miss you. I want to give you your chance. Oh, John. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to lose my Staten Island. So I'm going to go all the way. I'm going to go to Piscataway, New Jersey. I'm going to give up on New York. Doug. These guys are giving up on us. Okay. I got my. We got a guy from Florida. Rich. Rich. From Florida. Mayor. Hi. This is Rich. I just moved. I just recently moved from New Jersey to Florida. Why would you do that? You could pay so many more taxes in in New Jersey. Don't you want to pay taxes so that Governor Murphy can waste it? Ah, well, I wanted to, well, my family, my brother is down here and my sister moved down here. So you did it for family reasons, not economic reasons. And I am with family. I wanted to wish you a happy and healthy new year. Well, thank you. Where can you, do you mind telling us where in Florida? I'm in Fort Myers. Fort Myers, the home of the Boston Red Sox. I may be there this summer. I, I promised myself, I haven't been to a spring training game in so long. Every year I promise myself a spring training game. And every year I, I'm invited to two or three and something happens. Cause I spend, I spend, over the last 12 years, I spent about a third of my time in Florida during the winter. And I really enjoy it. I have to tell you, I've come to really like Florida. And I like your area. Fort Myers is, I like both sides. I mean, if I had the money, I'd have a place on both sides. I got friends on both sides. I think there are more Italians on the, on the west side. What do you think? Along that west coast. You know what? I also think we have a better governor down here than in Oh! <laughs> Do you have the better governor? <laughs> you, you're rubbing it in. You have the better governor. Yeah. I have, I have a suggestion. Curtis Slewa has a suggestion, you know. You might want to follow as to somebody who could be as good a governor as that. Did you see it today in the Post? No. no. He endorsed someone I know fairly well. His name is Andrew Giuliani. Aha. Uh-huh. He's my son. That sounds good. Curtis endorsed him and said he's going to campaign with him 24-7. Oh, wow. I and then I, I, there was a little part there was a little sensitive, but, I, you know, a father, and she said he's even a better campaigner than his father. Oh, wow. There might be something to that, but I'm going to take credit for it because poor kid learned how to campaign when he was like about, Nine months old. He used to go to me. He used to go with me to every campaign stop. He remembered the names. 
You remember when I got sworn in and he interrupted my uh, inaugural address? I don't I know if you remember so, that. Yeah. But the reason he did it was he recognized all the people in the audience who were his pals from the campaign. So if you, if he was like calling them out. Hey, John. Hey, this one. Hey, that one. So we will be back in a few moments on the Tunnels of Talents Foundation Hotline 77 WABC. Now on 77 WABC, it's time for the former mayor of New York City, America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Back with you again on 77 WABC. A couple of points of personal privilege. Rabbi Joseph Potasnik could be the funniest man in New York City. He's also a great rabbi. He, I don't know if he's, no, when, when I was the mayor at a period of time, he was the head of the board of rabbis and I made him a chaplain in the fire department before September 11. And I was so glad I did. That man brought, oh, and you don't know his sense of humor. It is so, he is such a beautiful man. Just listen to him. Please listen to him. I'm telling you, they should give him a stand-up comedy thing on ABC or someplace else. What a great rabbi. Mm. I'm telling you, unbelievable. And Curtis Slewer, I see Curtis was on. There's another gem, a New York gem. He knows more about He and I did two hours together before Christmas, and I got to tell you, it was so much fun. Now, you got to stay tuned for another quintessential, unique repository of considerable amount of New York City history, particularly Giuliani history. Dominic Carter, he covered me for eight years as a mayor, and he was hostile. He was. He was tough. But we never never had, like, uh, bad feelings, maybe during the debates, but afterwards they'd get over and hug each other. Nowadays you can't. If you hug each other, who knows? <laughs> But we used to hug each other, and and I got to tell you, you want to you if, if you can't get the questions in with me, if you call him and you ask him, what does he think and what 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 do I think? He'll tell you the difference. I mean, or if there is right, times he agrees with me, he'll tell you, or he'll tell me, oh no, I think this, and he thought that. Very very different kind of reporter than we have today. Very very different, and we're very lucky to have Dominic Carter, and he's going to be on for Bo after after. Um, after I after I get off, and let me see if I can do. Let me see if I can do one more call. Let me try Ann. Ann. Hi, Mayor Giuliani. Belated Merry Christmas. A Happy New Year to the come. same to and you, Ann, and to your family. Your yes, yes, ma'am. Absolutely. And Mayor, the reason I am calling is I am in a dilemma. I live Tell on me. Staten Island. I cannot find a doctor who would prescribe. I was exposed. I think I was just exposed. Uh, they will not. I call pharmacies, and just to find out, they said no. They will not give hydroxy, and they won't give ivermectin. Well, they want to kill you then. Thank you. I mean, I, that, that, I mean, this should be homicide. I mean, this is ridiculous. I have I have four hundred studies on hydroxychloroquine. What it does? Ninety four studies on. I don't know ivermectin as well, but I have I I, I rely on. 95 studies, eight doctors I trust, and the Robert Kennedy book to tell me it's uh, effective and safer than the vaccine. Uh, Would you do me a favor, madam? Yeah. Would you leave your number with, with, um, with the board and I'm going to call them after the show's over, okay? I'm going to see what I can do to help you. No, no, I'm going to see what I can do to help you. I mean, I, I, I don't want to see somebody get hurt. Come on. Listen to you every day, Doctor Maria, on this on Sunday. Uh, Doctor Maria, Doctor Maria knows. You know, Doctor Maria was on top of this stuff before anybody knew about it. She predicted every. I'm going. I'm going through the Kennedy book now. I'm reading it because I'm going to interview him, and everything I say there, she said, "God, how does he know that? Wow!" But she told me this stuff way back, way back, and when these medicines came out, the first thing she said. How can they say that hydroxychloroquine is dangerous? We've been using it for 50 years. 50 years. And they want you to take a vaccine we've been using for less than a year. 50 years. 
Well, something happened to our great country. And it's not, it's not science, it's not, it's political corruption. The desire to beat Trump was so great that those who wanted to do it for very, very bad reasons had an absolute open playing field because those who in other circumstances might have stopped them looked the other way or agreed that the uh, means justified the ends. And when you start that, when you start the means justifies the ends. So what, how do I mean the means justify the ends? So, so a hard drive comes out that proves that everything that you were saying about about Biden is true, but you cover it up. And then real allegations of election fraud come up, and you try to make the people raising it an insurrectionist. And then you try to create a phony insurrection where a gun wasn't fired, no gun was even taken in, and the only person killed was an innocent Trump supporter. Uh, And we can go on and on and on and on and on. Uh, Sickness is... There's a big sickness in this country right now. It's got to be cured. It gets cured only one place in America. No place else. Don't get any other ideas. It gets cured next November at the ballot box. And we we got 2022 coming up. And we're going to be talking about that a lot tomorrow. So you come back and we will show you how we can save this country. And wake up tomorrow morning and say, we can only do that because we're in America. Thank you, God, for allowing me to be an American and to be here in America. God bless America. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.